Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Medusa Asad. I'm here to give a general reading for this week. Keep in mind, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you, and also this reading will be timeless. I will be pulling energies from the past, present, and future, so just take it however it resonates, only if it resonates. If you're interested to see what the cards have in store for you all this week, then definitely stay tuned. All right, here we are back again for another general reading. So let's see what's going on here. We're going to start off by pulling the external energies that may be affecting us by ways of people, places, or things, situationships, relationships, partnerships, fellowships. And although throughout the reading, I may pull a particular zodiac sign. It may represent you, person of interest, timeline, or influence. So do check your houses if you're into that sort of thing. Read the description of the episode so you know everything you need to know. And also, disclaimer, I'm just a regular person who loves to pull cards and interpret it to the best of my ability. So don't ever feel obligated to listen to anything I say. Do your own research, okay? <laughs> so with all that being said, let's get started. So we got some, some, some cards, some guests, some, what do you call it? Guest starring cards? Cards starring in this reading? <laughs> we have the loyal and faithful and true voodoo deck here showing up again for the second time in a row the archetype cards we have a special guest here the Cirque du Tarot okay um, and this is just to pull the external energies we're gonna take a little bit of a break hop on over to the um, what is this called Chakra reading cards deck to get the advice as well as the loyal and true Mystic Mondays, Christmas slash gemstone cards. I've been using this deck since I got it, honestly. <laughs> Every single time. And I also have here the sacred self uh, care cards as well to close it out, all right? So let's get started. Let's get started. Let's see what's going on here. How is everyone doing? Good, I hope. Good, and if not, I hope we can get ourselves to a good space after this reading okay while we're doing this reading you know like yeah me I've been all right <laughs> I've been taking four pills a day I think I've mentioned this before and so it's just not making me feel that great and uh, yeah I'm, I just can't wait until my appointment next week and they say all right you don't have to take in any more iron pills you don't have to take you know these pills anymore you're good to go and all that stuff like that the pills just makes me like just not want to participate in a lot of things that I'm you know usually I have the energy and the motivation to participate in and uh, yeah and so um hopefully I can get myself back on schedule I have a lot of things that I would love to get started and do and I know I can just do them right now but <laughs> as we speak the Emperor comes out like you can do it right now <laughs> Where, get your ambition. Where's your ambition? Okay, so, um, yeah. Okay, so let's see here. But other than that, everything is great. I have some crab kickers today. It's the blue crab, like, those the blue crabs that they cut open, break in half, they clean it, and then they season it, and then they give it to you nice, hot, and just ultra, ultra delicious. And I had some today, um, and that was great. Because I've been craving them, like, for a, the longest. <laughs> and so, 
that was great. Um, and, um, you know, other than that, you know, I'm having a little bit of issues with my friend, I think. Uh, she's not speaking to me again. Um, this time it doesn't hurt as much, but it's okay. I'm not too, like, sad about it, you know? I mean, like I said, like, people who listen to my podcast, they know that I don't really keep a lot of friends with me. I usually have one to two friends, usually one the most, <laughs> sometimes two, but I feel like two, that's, even that is, like, that's stretching me thin, but I've, I've always had one friend, and um, when that friend decides to, like, you know, do what they have to do, it just kind of sucks because it's just like, all right, great, now I'm here by myself. But it's like, it's okay, you know, I love to do my podcast. This has been really, really helping me throughout the year since I started. It's been really helping me, and this has become a space for me to be able to, like, just do what I like to do, which is talk and and figure things out and understand things and learn and and, and all that stuff like that. So... And then, you know, I'm pregnant, so it's like it's the hormones, it's the emotions, and all that stuff like that. And then the air conditioner is not working. It's a hot mess over here. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? You know, although I'm, I'm saying all these complaints, I want to end this little rant with some positive things. I, my kids are absolutely beautiful and healthy, and they're continuing, they're continuing to be loving and supportive of me things with me and my partner going well. The baby is doing well. Um, as far as like the, from the last appointment that I had. And, um, I like to think that she's doing well. I'm having a daughter, which I'm really appreciative of. Cause that's something I've always wanted when I was like, all right, if I'm going to be a mom, like I want to be, I want to have a daughter at least please. <laughs> and so I'm finally, I'm blessed to have a daughter, so I'm really happy about that. And um, things are going well. I had my, I had crab kickers. I've been having crab kickers. That's been making me happy. And you know, I have my own space, and I'm doing. I have my podcast, and you know, I have, I have everything that I need. And so I'm grateful, despite all the things that I mentioned at first that makes me feel a little bit sad <laughs> so let's get into these cards here let's pull the external energies here so we have here family obligations here with shango and then we have obatala with the coolness card here all right let's see here obligations fulfilled brings bounty to all. One of the things I remember from reading this card um, in regards to the wise rulership, and it's like the, the person who's like head of household, who's responsible or whatever the case may be. Um, it's this energy of like how that rulership is and how that person, like the role that that person plays um, it very much impacts the family, whether that is good or bad. And so it's this energy here of, of recognizing that responsibility, 
right? With great power comes great responsibility, okay? And so I feel like with this situation here, next to Obatla, with the coolness here, right? Calm judgment, right? It's this energy of wise rulership, but also calm judgment and mastery of a situation through calmness, okay? And so it's kind of like with moms and babies, right? Like people say that, you know, their babies are connected to the mother, you know, it lives in the womb. And so the baby feels and, and is very much in tune with the mother. And, um, you know, you have the saying, well, at least I've been hearing, you know, since becoming a mom myself and just listening and all that stuff like that, where it's like, being careful in regards to what we put ourselves in as moms because our babies can pick up on that energy. And, um, yes, starting to get a little nauseous on y'all. I'm sorry. And so there's, there's this, like, there's a, there's this need to really just, think about life from a standpoint of this is a household of some sort and it's like this is the bubble of protection right and it's like only things can only have access or gain access to penetrate through that bubble of protection through you through me through us right and it's like what we allow into that space is what we bring, you know, what we allow access to our family. And if it's like, oh, I don't have any family, it's just me. Then it's like then that, that household still absorbs whatever it is that we are entering in. There's a movie, and I'm really trying to figure out what that movie was, where, hmm, it's not coming to my mind just yet, but it really just feels like when we become aware of certain things and that awareness manifests into our reality, right? So it's kind of like where it's like in order for Freddy Krueger to go away, it's this energy of like saying, I'm not afraid. I'm not scared of you, right? But it's coming across in a sense like as a neglect, like ignoring this, right? So that it can disappear, so that it can lose its power. And it's it's it could be really sticky because then it's like, well, pretending like these things don't exist isn't necessarily preparing someone for, you know, the realities of the real world, right? And for some reason, I feel the need to kind of state that is true. But there's this need to still bring about protection and boundaries, right, for oneself and one's family. Um, just because there are bad things that happen out in the world doesn't mean that we have to expose ourselves constantly to bad things. Like, I feel like 
if we weren't allowed to protect ourselves, right, in war or in battle or in anything, you know, the invention of shields, right, wouldn't have existed, right? Um, and, you know, or walls or anything, right, where it's just like, y'all go over there, I stay over here, don't cross this, this boundary or whatever the case may be. So it's like, we can practice that same thing. Like we are allowed to protect ourselves and protect the ones that we love from things that we don't need, we don't need to be exposed to. Right. Um, it's not to say that, that these things, it's not to, to say from the standpoint of neglecting that these things exist. No, like, but it's just more so along the lines of like, I don't want to deal with this right now. Like my friend, she tends to go ghost on me. And it's always the kind of way of ghosting where I never get an explanation, never get a rhyme or reason as to why or what I did or whatever the case may be. It's just the... And I understand because she doesn't want to hurt my feelings or anything like that, but it still hurts um, when it's done to me. Um, but I understand. But it's like me at this vulnerable state, I'm already emotional, hormonal, and all that stuff like that. Like, I just don't want to, I don't want to put myself through that experience again. And I never really talked about it too, too much on my podcast. Um, but I did kind of get, give little hints before, um, like a, like a, a, I think like, um, like half a year ago or whatever, when my friend, she went ghost on me, when I told her that my granny was diagnosed with cancer and she just didn't talk to me anymore for a really long time. And that really hurt because I, I, I didn't know what I did wrong. And for in the beginning, I kind of blamed myself. And um, that was that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't easy, you know. Um, and it's so funny because I saw a video where they said, forget about like break breakups with your, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends. Like, have you ever been broken up with your best friend? And it's just like. I feel like I'm constantly being broken up with my best friend and it never really feels good, you know, when that happens. And one of, you know, something that I realized this time around is that, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel, you know, I, I feel some type of way, but I don't want to allow it to bring about an emotional episode or a depression or appear like a time where I just start to blame myself. And so I feel like there's, it's okay for me to protect myself from that. And how I'm protecting my family and my household and my kids is by not allowing myself to go through this, through this episode. And then they have to deal with that from me. I'm protecting them in that space where I'm allowed, you know, where I, c I can continue to 
perform at my best and provide at my best and offer my best self and love them and and be available to them because they don't you know like they didn't do anything wrong but sometimes it's hard to have to get out there and be who they want me to be and I'm you know going through this and so this morning I just said to myself you know it's it's okay I don't have to go through this again and so um yeah <laughs> so we have here carnival all right and so this represents the world right so it's increase of awareness right the cycle of completion appreciation releasing right and so it's this energy of celebrating right How, when 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 a whole year has you know gone by we went through the the summer winter spring and the fall right it's the harvest time and so it's like now we can collect on all the things that we have planted and we've received and so it's this energy of celebrating right in that sense but also to preparing for the winter right to come right for the fall and then the winter right and so um the world is very much a time to rejoice but also a time to still get prepared right it's it's not over yet if anything is it, you know something new is just beginning and so like i said before like you know it was kind of weird i was like why am i even talking about this i actually was thinking like maybe i should cut this off because i'm just like uh I don't know this is gonna be a little awkward but like it really feels like this where it's just like uh, you know going through certain things but it's also to thinking about the positive right and then you know we're closing in not not yet but we're getting to that point where you know it's about to be the end of the year um, I mean we've got some months to go but still um, you know with the summer it, it brings forth great harvest and so we're collecting during this time for some and um yeah i'm sorry first i'm just getting nauseous now this is so it's so sudden it just can't you know i walked into the classroom and i was just like yeah let's do this but now i'm getting a little nauseous so we have here secret societies justice energy here this is about balance it's the writing of affairs right it talks about the heart making adjustments bringing in that um a balance uh moving past judgments and regrets to appreciation yeah okay and so this is that's the like i feel like this is the energy that's coming through here that's why i feel so compelled to like share you know Let's get into the archetypes here. Let's get into the archetypes here. Ooh, what I'm hearing also too is like, uh, you know, I'm 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 glad that I didn't react or overreact the way that I did. I'm glad I didn't give that the best of me 
Like it kind of feels like that. Yeah. It, like it's like something that could, that, that, that can feel like, um, a lot of things are like just asking, you know, instigating to remove a person's cool. And a lot of things that I've experienced recently, like it really felt like it's just like, are y'all trying to test me? You know what I'm saying? Like, it feels like that. Like, even with, you know, the pregnancy and, you know, dealing with insurance, you know, just recognizing how much I've matured, how much I've evolved, you know, back then when I wasn't in that space of self-awareness and just work, you know, self-reflection and working on myself, I allowed a lot of things to just, you know, like interrogate me and break me down, you know, and now, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I, I'm complete. I'm, I still have so much work to do, but this time around, I, I'm not like a lot of things. I just don't allow it to give me too much too. It doesn't take too much of my energy. Like I said, I still have work to do. You know, I've had some instances where, like, initially I'm just like, whoa, like, excuse you? Like, you really going to, like, talk to me like that? Are you really going to say that about me? And after all, you know, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But it's like now, now I, I don't feel the need to cry. I don't feel the need to defend. I don't feel the need to react or whatever. Um, When I heard about what my partner's parents said about me when they found out I was knocked up again. It was like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whatever. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't bother me as much as it, it did before in the time before that. I mean, they've always had something negative to say. And so it was just like, it, it doesn't bother me anymore. Like, I feel like I've gotten stronger the things that I, you know, I experience with my partner, I would usually react and I just, it just doesn't, I don't, I don't give it the time. You know, I give it some time of my day, but I don't, I don't allow it to really weigh heavy on me. And, um, I've like, I've, I recognize that I've changed and I feel like in a lot of ways, like I've been going through the same thing all over again, but this time it it doesn't, it's, I'm not completely hopeless or helpless or feeling helpless in these situations. Um, and so, yeah, that's really interesting when I think about it because I have definitely been a lot, I can say I've been a lot more cooler and calmer in, in certain situations than I can say for like how, you know, previous cycles or previous um, experiences. Can y'all give me a second? I need to get me a fan. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. So we're back. Sorry about that. I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> but I'm feeling a lot better. That heat was starting to kick in and it was just like, whoa. <laughs> but anyways, so, yes, I feel like I've been experiencing a lot of things um, 
that seem to be a repet like a like a repeated kind of cycle or a repeated kind of experience but i feel like this time around i feel like i've passed with satisfactory grades <laughs> okay you know like i feel like i've been doing a really good job in regards to handling and and practicing my coolness and my calmness in these ex in these experiences yes i have cried yes i have gotten a, a bit emotional you know as to be expected but usually it like it would be something that has caused like will really like just weigh on me and i will sink into a depression but it was just like this time around i was like uh-uh mm-mm like I got, I have, I have so much things to be thankful for, and I have so much things that I have to be prepared for. And so, recognizing that these things are just tests, right, to see how far we've come, how, 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 what we've, what we've come to understand and to know, right. Um, you know, it's like kind of thinking about it as a, like a test, right? We all used to get tests in school, right? It's just to see how much we know, right. Um, and how much we don't know. And uh, when we think about it from that standpoint as such, we can detach emotionally from these experiences or we can be attached emotionally, but it's just more so there's a choice, right? There's, there's power in that when we're like, okay, I'm not going to allow this to take my joy. I'm not going to allow this to bring me down, right? It's like I, I choose to detach from this. But I'm not going to run away because I have to I have to encounter this. I have to face this. I have to overcome this. Right. So it's like when it comes down to emotions, it's plug, plug out, plug in, plugging out, plugging in, unplugging, plugging back in like stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, you will get my love. You will get my respect. You will get my support. But when I feel like it's being disrespected, you will not get my tears. You will not get my get my my pleas. You will not get my my anything my fear right like like it's like i decide what you know what i bring what i bring in far as far as engagement to this experience and what i allow um what i decide not to 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 you know bring into this right so that's the energy that i'm getting here with that enough about me enough about me i spent a good portion talking about me right but that's what I like about this, too. I feel like doing this podcast has helped me a lot in a lot of ways. You know, um, it ha that's, you know, one of the things that's been keeping me, you know, not just encouraging, but it just keeps me aware. Sorry. It just keeps me aware. Okay, so we have here, for the archetypes, we have child, magical, but this is in the reverse. So it says here, pessimism, depression, and disbelief in miracles, believing that energy and action are not required for growth. Yeah. Let's see here. Let's keep going. Let's get some more. Yeah, I used to, I definitely used to be that way. Like when I tell you, when I tell you, back then past me, my goodness we also have here gambler in the reverse so shadow attribute relying on luck rather than hard work yeah so it's like yeah it's like we have to we have to face these things we have to take those tests 
we have to understand what we what what we know and what we don't know our strengths and our weaknesses so we can build okay we also have here saboteur in the reverse so shadow attribute induces self-destructive behavior or the desire to undermine others and that listen these are things that i can definitely relate to all right, don't call me completely out now. I know, I, I know I'm making myself an example, but sheesh. <laughs> okay, let's see. So let's tell them all my business cards. We also have here child, so nature. This is in the upright. It says here, light attribute, friendships with animals, communication with nature spirits. Okay. So let's see here. Let's get into the tarot. Let's get into the tarot. Let's see what's going on here. All right, so we start off here with the Ten of Wands and the Magician. So it's, it's really, what comes to mind is this energy here where it's like when we're, when we encounter many things, we, we encounter many things and it's it's at the end it, we're at the end it's the showing and proving kind of energy i feel with this magician this is the part where you see in movies you know what comes to mind zootopia right where she goes through the academy um and she has to go through these legit literal obstacle courses in order to prove her strength her worthiness right this is not to the people this is more so an act that she does to prove to herself because it's like we come into this world thinking and knowing that we are going to conquer we're going to prevail we're going to do so many things and then you have the matrix that kind of comes in and kind of smashes it down, smashes you down flat like a pancake and says, you can't do that. Or you got people in your life that's like, you're no good. You're a liar. You're a cheater. You're a bad friend. You're not a good sister. You're not a good brother. You're not a good mother. You're not a good father. You're a bad student. You don't listen. You don't pay attention. You're always daydreaming. You have a sh you have a short attention span. You have ADHD. You have ADD. Um, you you don't listen. Um, all these things, right? You're never gonna make it. You're too fat. You're too you're too you're too short. You're too tall. You have your feet are too big. Um, right? You're too dark. Like, it's like these things where it's just like, the world can be so cruel, but they're so, <laughs> they're so like, you know, like you could definitely depend on, on, on the matrix to definitely provide you with opposition, right? Um, they, they're never, you know, shy in offering obstacle courses for people in their lives, right? But when we... When we allow these situations to bring us down the way that it's intended to, to, to be, the way that they want, you know, the, the way that they want to do it, it's like then you, you give them, right? You give that to them. You allow 
them to bring you down, right? They're only doing, it's, think of it as a machine, right? A machine is only designed to offer what is designed to offer. It is up to us to outsmart and to outwit and to prevail, okay, against the machine. But a lot of times we get caught in the, the, the taken aback, right? The appalledness, right, of, of the audacity of the machine. We're just like, really? But, but that's like a distraction. That's wasting time. That's wasting a person's time. That's wasting a person's energy. That's wasting, you know, for some, it's like wasting their life away. Just really just, you know, just shaking their fists at the machine, right? And, when, you know, when I'm, it's life, right? It's like, how dare ye? You know what I'm saying? Or it's just like, hey, like, I'm just doing my job, okay? But it's like, when we get focused and we're like, no, right? Who said that? When he's like, no, no, no. I forgot what movie, but he was saying no a lot. And I thought it was just so funny, but like, like we get to that point where we're just like, no, right? Because it's like, I recognize what this is. I know what this is about and no, I'm not going to become victimized by this. And no, I'm not going to become trampled by this. And no, I'm not going to allow this to bring me down. I'm not going to allow this to tear my spirit up. I'm not going to allow this to take my energy. I'm not going to allow this to take away my time. I'm not going to allow this to distract me, right? I'm not going to allow this to imprison me. I'm not going to allow this to be the thing that stops me from getting ahead, for my, you know, in, in, in my, you know, or, or just continuing on in my path, right? We understand the, 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 what friendship means, right? The good and the bad. We get so stuck on just, you know, what relationships are and, and just the romanticism of it, right? Where it's just like, oh, rom relationships are so beautiful. We get to do cuddle time and we can sit together and do Netflix and chill and we can, you know, make love until, until the cows come home, until the, until, until, until the morning comes and yada, yada, yada and all that stuff. But then we forget that when we're dealing with two opposites, right? There's going to be friction. There's going to be oppose, uh, you know, opposition or opposing views or arguments or, or, you know, like differences, right? We, like we, for, we, we don't talk about Bruno here, right? Like we're all human. We all experience what we experience. And sometimes we forget that. And so when we are interacting with other people, and like, it's just like, and then, and then they get, we get so like flabbergasted when things don't go our way or when things don't run smoothly. And then it's like, it's the end. No, it is not. It's to be expected, right? But it doesn't mean that it's the end. Life doesn't stop here, sweetheart, right? Life keeps moving. Time keeps a ticking. Okay. There's been times I've been sad. I've been down and out and the sun ain't wait for me. <laughs> the sun came and it, it, it came around 
and 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 it was doing its job you know like it came around and it, and it went away you know what i'm saying it's like it's like a, the day done went by and i was just still like it felt like day like sheesh it went time went by so fast and what was i doing oh i was just sitting there being depressed i was sitting there being sad right because someone doesn't get me because my partner doesn't get me today we were having a quarrel and 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 we didn't make amends right because my friend decided to ditch me or, or ghost me but it's like when we get up to a point in our lives where we understand that still i rise right was written for a reason right you, like understand get the book <laughs> or get the poem Maya angelou get it read it understand it decode it let it resonate let it marinate and implement that into our lives. You know, I'm talking to y'all, but you know, I'm talking to myself too, okay? Because I'm just as human as, as the rest of you, you know? Okay. Let's see here. I hate you guys. I'm so sorry. All right. We have here the Eight of Wands. Okay, Eight of Wands. Like, it's like, listen. I laugh at you, right? I laugh in the face of danger. Ha ha. You know, it's like that kind of thing. What does that mean? What does that mean? Right? Like, what does it mean to, to when a person gets to that point where they don't take themselves and they don't take life too serious? Right? I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of this. I recognize my destiny. I rec recognize my purpose. I'm more afraid of not of not obtaining that and what will happen to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How will I feel about myself at that point in my life? Then then, you know, these petty, you know, these petty things here. We got the ten of swords. Right. And and so it when I think back, no regrets. Right. No regrets. But when I think about things that happened in the past, and how much time I in invested in those things. It's just like I could have been doing other constructive things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's okay because I needed to go through those things so that I can understand and, 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 and know that this is something I had to overcome and to let go and to learn from, you know? Eight of Wands. Right, like that Eight of Wands is, is very much a powerful, energetic energy. And to me, it really kind of comes across as like the David and David and David and Goliath kind of story, where it's just like, who has the balls to, to go against a giant with, with, with a, a slingshot and, and a rock? Who has the balls, right? And it's in when we think about it from that standpoint, you know, I'm going to connect it, you know, I'm going to tie it to the matrix, right? But it can be in regards to anything that feels like it's bigger than ourselves, right? When we're dealing with things that, you know, it's outside of our control, right? When, when, when we're dealing with uh, our partner saying like, I don't want to be with you. I want to get a divorce. What the, what the heck can you do? Really, what can we do in that situation? What, what, what can we do? 
they've 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 made their mind up they said what they said what can we do when they say we're 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 firing you we're gonna have to let you go this isn't working out what do you do when a person blocks you when a person just stops talking to you what do you do what can you do the only thing we can really do is move on Laugh, laugh it, laugh it off and move on. All right, cool. Okay, but what we don't need to do with this Ten of Swords is, 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 like, leave with our tails tucked in between our legs, right? It's like, I feel like it's like packing up and it's, and it's just like, like this situation, like it takes a toll on a person, Right. And it's just like, no, keep your head up. It's OK. Let you know, like, let that let 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 that let that go. Remain cool. Remain calm. OK, because what happens is we oftentimes we bring that into the next cycle. Right. The challenge here is the three of swords. Yeah. Three of swords. And really, it, for me, it speaks to so many things, heartache, loss, right? But the loss could be, in a lot of ways, a loss of an opportunity, a loss at, you know, certain, you know, chances, right? Experiences, connections, all that stuff. But... depending on where a person is in their life, it can be a, a kind of loss that comes about and a person doesn't understand why this took place, why this takes place, right? And so that it makes the situation even worse. When my friend ghosted me the first time, I didn't understand why she did that to me because I was like you know we've been friends since we were little girls you know since we were sophomores in high school and I just never understood what I did like you know and I in the tennis swords it really comes across as like I did something wrong this was on me and so a lot of that um performance of shame on you you know like shame on me like and all that stuff like that really started to unfold and unpack itself and and and, and live right free and in, in, in me um but this time around like it is gotten to the point where I've grown to understand that people are going to do what they're going to do of, of course I understand you know how my friend kind of like works and I took time to really just kind of like do a bit of calculations and got myself to a space where I, I don't, it's not required for me to, you know, overreact or react in a way that requires health points, right? You like, it's like video games where they take health points away or whatever, because like you've been hurt or something like that. It's like, no, but this can definitely be something that a person uh, can utilize for their benefit, right? But it's like, I feel like even in that, in that 
kind of way. It's like when a person kind of operates from, uh, oh, like this person cheated on me. So they go out into the world using that as a battery in their back. Like then it's like though that kind of like it kind of taints the intentions, you know, when it comes down to other things and it still fuels that that fire or or empowers or emboldens that that experience okay or that entity that has spawned from that experience right that entity meaning that energy okay so it's like oh a person may start to like maneuver through life right based off of you know the history of being cheated on or it's just like i don't trust anybody Right. So this three of swords here and the challenge is this energy of needing to heal, needing to heal from heartache or loss. Right. And get to that space of understanding so that a person can be able to maneuver through life with the intention and purpose of self. OK, not others. People are still to this day as adults still trying to live um, through their, you know, through, you know, um, for the sake of uh, approval of their parents or disapproval of their parents. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to do this because my parents wants me to do that. And I know that this will make them happy, but you're not living for yourself. You're living for your parents, or I'm going to do that because my family has, you know, hurt me. They've disowned me or, you know, they've discredited me or whatever the case may be. And so I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because they loved A, B, and C. So I'm going to do that in spite of them. You're still living for them. Oh, I, I'm, you know, like my friend's not talking to me anymore. But you know, I'm going to still do my thing and I, I don't need that person and da, da, da. No, you're still, you're still living. You're still living by that principle, right? And it's like, no, no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. Let's cut those cords. Let's live for us. Let's live for you. I'm going to live for me. And then I feel like that's what that, that, what, that hap what happens there. Okay. But, and then I feel like also too, like we start to, we start to get in that space of broken heartedness. And so, and then we gravitate towards people who are of that same kind of frequency and energy and that puts us in a whole different ball game, right? When I was, and I've spoken about this before in previous episodes, when I was going through a divorce with my partner, you know, he was like, oh, I want a divorce. You know, I don't feel like we're compatible anymore because he was in his feelings. And I was like, all right, cool. And what happened was during that time, I wasn't pressed about, that situ the situation I was going through at home, but I started to bond with a, a particular person who was of that same frequency. They may not have been going through a divorce, but they were in that frequency of not being able to commit or, or, or maintain relationships. And so it was two brokenhearted people bonding with each other. And that was just, a conundrum is that even that's the uh, is that the right word that was just a freaking flippity flop right in itself but it was like it taught me a lot but i'm really glad i didn't go down that route because it was just like whoa that was that was a flippity flop show is what i'll say and you know 
I should have been in that space of healing <laughs> instead of me just like saying like, okay, like, look, cool, right? No. Mm-mm. Overcoming it, we had the Nine of Swords. Yes. <laughs> right? Like, playing dangerous games here, okay? Like, not to say that the person was dangerous, no, but that was definitely drama that... I, I I felt like I was definitely too old to participate in. And this Nine of Swords is this energy of participating in, like, like unnecessary, like, not, not, not dangerous in this, well, for some it could be on that level of dangerousness, but, like, it's kind of like child's play, right? For some, is dealing with, like, Chucky dolls, like, you know, <laughs> like, like that kind of Gemini energy. But, like, it's, like, dealing with, like, activities that really just makes the situation even more stressful than to begin with, right? And so it's this energy here where it's just, like, I'm just going to take this time out to really just kind of, like, woosah and heal and protect myself from any further, like, expansion of this energy that I'm already going through, Right. Um, and so for some, it could be this energy. Right. Because I can see a scenario if I'm like going through things with, you know, with with my friend and then, you know, con confiding in someone else and then just making that situation worse than what it needs to be. Instead of utilizing this opportunity to just work on myself, work on that pain, work on that healing from the, you know, work on healing and cleansing that wound. But instead, it's like keeping it, you know, apparent so I can say, look what she did to me, right? Look what she did to me. Like, can you believe her? She, she scarred me again. She stabbed me in the back again. Like that kind of performative, you know, uh, thing. The foundation, nine of pentacles, seven of cups, the devil, Capricorn energy, two of cups. Okay. And um, one of the things that I realized, I seen a video earlier where they was talking about the difference between soulmates, twin flames, life partners, and I think it was another word. But how they're all, they're all different from each other. Right, like your life partner doesn't necessarily have to be your soulmate, and your soulmate is not your twin flame, but your soulmate can be a soulmate, which means it's not just one soulmate that we experience in our lifetime. And um, a lot of times when we're dealing with people that make huge impacts in our lives, I feel like they are, in a sense, soul contracts, right? Where it is like we're the universe or we, right, as our own architects in this matrix, we kind of orchestrate some kind of meet and greet, right, a kind of situation somewhere along the lines of our paths where we're supposed to encounter said people and go through a particular test or a particular experience or exchange Right, so that we can evolve, so can, so that we can level up, so that we can transform. And when we are not able to overcome, utilize this experience to transform, utilize this experience to our spiritual benefit, we find ourselves kind of going into that 
continuous loop. An example that's coming to my head right now is where it's like um, when a person is too scared to express themselves and, 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 and be true, right, in regards to communicating how they feel, right, in a situation. So they duck and they dodge and they hide, right, but then the experience doesn't go away. They're constantly having to be placed in these scenarios. And the, the lesson in that is to say, okay, or to recognize, like, okay, I'm supposed, this is the time where I'm supposed to speak up and I'm supposed to speak out. I'm supposed to express my truth. And we'll understand that where it's just like, it, it feels like we're being put in a corner where it's just like, oh my God, like, why it feels like so much pressure for me to say something, for me to do something, right? It doesn't seem like it's going to go away if I don't do something about it, right? It's because that is the point, that's, that's the part in your life where you are supposed to express yourself and communicate, right? Like, it's like, you know, when I was younger, I used to get, not, I wasn't bullied by boys, but they used to bother me a lot. A lot of times, like, they would, like, tease me and all that stuff like that because they liked me. And I didn't want confrontation because a lot of times it always happened to be the ones that told the jokes. <laughs> and so I just never wanted to be the butt of anyone's jokes. And so I just often tolerated their stupidity and their annoyance um, because I just wanted to avoid any, you know, like true negativity from them. And so oftentimes I would be harassed. I would be, you know, teased or bothered. And it had to, it was like, it got to that point where it's just like, I have to say something. Right. And I, I, of course, at my age, I was really creative with it. You know, I made up things. I was like, you know, like, I think one of the kids I had told them, like my like my father who has had passed away when I was two, I told um, one of them that his spirit follows me <laughs> everywhere I go, and um, like I think it freaked him out. I forgot what I said, but I remember it, that being one of like something that I said, and I think he brought it up like when we were adults, and he was like, you know, I really liked you. And, you know, and I was like, yeah, I, I know you used to tease me a lot. He's like, really? You think I was teasing you and stuff? And I was like, yeah, like it was super annoying. I didn't like it. But then he mentioned, I said that. I was like, oh, my God, I totally forgot I said that. But he was like, after that, like he just, you know, he didn't, he still liked me, but he didn't want to like bother me like that. So it's like, you know, like I'm not the type of person that's like rowdy. Like, you know, I got my fists you know, bunched up by my waist and I'm like about to square up or whatever. I was never that kind of person. I mean, there were times where I had to get to that point because there's just like, you're doing too much. Like, stop. There were times where I had to tell the teacher or whatever and that it just had to be that. But there was times I had to put my hands on one of them because there's just like, now is is getting to the point where y'all touching on me and all that stuff, and it's just I don't like it. At the time, I think they was doing like butt tags and stuff like that, and it, I just was like, all right, now y'all doing too much, and so I had to, I actually had to fight one of them. But I was never the type to, you know, you know, get sassy with the mouth like that. So I had to be creative, and so it's like, 
just being true to yourself, but also to understanding in these experiences, you have to, you have to participate, right? Uh, okay. In order to, in order to really, it's like, a, like, yeah, it's like participation points. In order to get those particip participation points, you have to engage, right? Oftentimes we kind of, we want to hide and, you know, and, and not, and not, uh, deal with it. But it's like, no, you, you have to, um, you have to, you have to do the work, even if you may feel like it's a hard thing to do. Okay. We talked about that with the gambler in the reverse. And so with this nine of pentacles here, um, it's definitely this energy here of, and this is coming across as like two different ways right? Depending on where a person is. Okay. This is what's coming through. So it's, it's this energy here of wanting to uphold or upkeep, right? Some kind of, 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 of persona for some, this, some image or whatever the case may be. It could also be, um, it could also be, uh, like a belief or whatever. Like it, it really feels like, like when a person creates, um, a, a, a picture, right. And, or how can I say like a village or whatever the case may be or whatever. Like it just feels like wanting to create something and just wanting to keep it like pristine and perfect. Right. So it's kind of like we were saying what I was seeing before. Right. When it comes down to this bubble of protection. Right. And then with the seven of cups, it feels like this within the bubble of protection or no, it feels like with outside of this bubble of protection, um, there is many things that can kind of lure a person out. Yeah, especially next to this devil here is like luring a person out of that 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 bubble of 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 peace, luring them out with with riches and 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 tangibles and promises and treaties and 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 contracts and and all these things, right? Where it's just like, you know, I've got the golden ticket, or I've got the I've got the I've got the uh, the Powerball, right? I've got the, the numbers, right? Or I've got the key to a really nice life, right? Or to a really nice relationship or whatever the case may be. I got the answers, right? And so like, it, it really feels like that. And then bam, we have the devil energy here where a person kind of like is lured by that attraction and then they become imprisoned by that. Okay. So much so that it becomes some kind of never-ending tango, if you will, if that makes any sense. So in other words, a person is attached to something that they don't realize or recognize that they can detach from. Okay. That they can d detach from. So they merge, right? They merge with this partner, 
right with this attachment they they merge with them so much like it's like Siamese twins kind of thing and they don't realize that they are a separate entity from that attachment now this could be a person place or thing right where we just become so heavily connected to it that we don't even realize that we're separate entities Right. And sometimes that happens in marriages where, you know, partners become very much possessive. Right. You belong to me. Your minds. Right. Um, friendships. Right. That jealousy. You're my friend. Right. Um, uh, parents and children. You do what I say. I put you in this world. I can take you out type thing right? Bosses and employees. Without me, you won't have a job, right? It's like these kind of things where without even realizing it, we become so attached to it, right? Some people get attached to addictions, you know? I, I, I expressed this before. I went through a period where I was, I was smoking um, and like it became a habit so much so that I was like, I have to have one as soon as I wake up you know, like during the night, like I was like, I have to have one whenever I, it didn't get, got to the point where it was like, whenever I was stressed, I needed one to, in order to relieve the stress. We're just like, well, what was I doing before that? How was I relieving stress before that? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how did I become so dependent on it? You know? And, um, and belief systems, whatever it is that we're so attached to that we don't even recognize, right? Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm still my own individual self, you know what I'm saying? And like, even down to like twin flames, soulmates and all that stuff like that. Like people don't even realize that soulmates, right. Are just so it's like mates that, that we, you know, that we recognize on a soul level. Right. And that mate can cover relationships, friendships, right. Whatever, like any kind of connection, right, or encounter, we think that, oh, we have to have our, that we have that one soulmate, and then we have to be with them for the rest of our lives, but that soulmate could be an abuser, right, or, you know, can be neglectful, or can be obsessive, or clingy, or whatever, and it's just like, okay, well, maybe I'm supposed, you know, I'm supposed to go and have the, I'm supposed to encounter this soulmate in order to experience that experience of you know being with someone who's clingy being with someone who's this or who's that in order to know about it understand it right like how we do in school learn this lesson and then get tested on it at the end of the semester pass the test and move on <laughs> right and, and and keep that nugget of knowledge embedded in us so that when we go into the next experience, we are more knowledgeable this time around. So we keep friends around that are not great friends. We keep relationships around that is busted and crusted, right? Like all like things that was like, it's time to move on. We got to move on. Right. But it's like, no, we keep, we hold on to it. We, we, and, and because we think that, oh, like, this is my soulmate. This is my twin flame. I have to be with them. And it's just like, no, like, when, when we understand the game, we we understand how to play it, right? And I feel like this is what that foundation is, is, is 
talking about. Okay, the past we have here strength, Leo energy, nine of cups, knight of cups. Okay, and so I feel like when it comes down to this, there is a balancing act when it comes down to. And there's also, too, an understanding here that takes place where, and I don't know how to explain it, but I'll try my best. A lot of times, people think that they're supposed to be, like, it, no, like, because the image that I'm seeing is this image of a, a person carrying the weight of the world. But in this situation, in this instance, it's this energy of the reverse, right? Where it's no longer the person carrying the weight of the world, but the person is balancing on top of the world, okay? And to me, it's translating from that place of I am no longer... It's like I'm in the world, but not of it kind of thing, right? Life isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. It's the, it's the realization that a person is no longer being in an NPC player kind of thing, but instead they recognize that there is a program, there is a matrix that exists, and it's no longer about being, you know, at the bottom right? Getting crushed, right? Being used and abused, right? It's being on top. So back to the whole Zootopia thing, when she started out in those obstacle courses, she was getting smashed and, and she was falling. She was getting squashed. She was falling in the toilet. Them animals was beating her up, all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Where it was just like, she was, if you think of it from the ranking system, she was at the bottom, right? But then she something resonates and in, in registers in her awareness, in her consciousness, and she makes a choice. And she is no longer being used and abused by the system, right? By ways of the obstacle course. She was literally floating, right? If you see the movie, she was, there were some point, parts where she was floating on top of some of these obstacles, right? She was outsmarting, outwitting, um, persevering and I feel like with that strength card that's what it's talking about it's no longer being crushed by the world right and what the world offers because that's what it's designed to do but it's more so on balancing on top of it right where it's a what I mean by balancing it's more so along the lines of it's more it's more fun and comical and um jokester kind of energy that I'm getting with that as well. Okay. That's the energy that I'm getting here. It's, 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 you know, some people might call it pimping the world, right? Pimping, pimping it, right? Making it, it's, you know, but it's, it's also to this energy of a rec of understanding how the system works and using it to your benefit. Okay, so there are people who understand how the algorithm work, so they have no, you know, they, they, they know how to stay on top of the algorithm, 
So you'll see people who, you know, they're ordinary people. They're not celebrities or anything, but they make millions of dollars or they have like millions of followers and stuff like that because they understand something that we don't. Right. And so I feel like that's what the strength is representing. It's embodying in this particular reading. Okay. Leo energy, if I didn't say. So we have here also to the nine of cups, the knights of cups. And so it's this energy here of really just, it's, yeah, like it's, it's all about being able to be in that space of fulfillment and overflow, right? It's an overflow of something here. Knight of Cups. It's, it's a particular kind of overflow that a person, like, like, I, I feel like with this Knight of Cups with it, it's like they're suited, they're, they're, it's like this is their thing. This is like, this is my thing. This is where I can perform. This is where I can shine or whatever the case may be. So how do we get from the Nine of Cups to the Ten of Wands, you say? The thing about the Mary L. guidebook, she talks about the wheel, right, and how the wheel is constantly in motion. So you have... It's constantly turning. So you have your ups and your downs. And it's this energy here, especially with the world. It feels like when a person has went through, you know, it's like they've, they've done well in school. They've studied. They, they've done everything that they needed to do. And so now it's a test that takes place. And so it's this energy, like I said, of outperforming, doing well. I've done the work. I've done everything that I needed to do. To do. I've learned everything I needed to learn. So when this test comes, it's this energy here where it's just like, I, 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 I can pass this. I can pass this. So it's, it really feels like you should know, right? You should know. And if you don't know, now you know, okay? It, it, it feels like that, where it's just like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't get so, don't, don't allow this to, to freak you out. And trust me, I understand. I used to freak out with tests all the time. I could sit here and study and know everything I need to know, right? But when it came down to tests, like I felt, I was like, Ugh. I felt like I was going to vomit, right? It was just, I can't, no, I cannot. I cannot, like, I, like I had so many teachers tell me like, oh my goodness, like I, I want you to be in the show. Like, don't even worry about it. But I, even when I, but me just having to go in and audition, it was just like, it made my stomach churn because there is still that doubt that takes place, right? So it's like when we go through these experiences, it's like, wait, I don't, like, I feel like I've been down this road before, so I, sh I, sh I should be prepared, but it's like, I don't know, like, like, what if this hurts? What if it stings? It's going to sting. It's going to hurt. We're human. Okay, we're not robots, some of us, most of us, hopefully. <laughs> we're not robots, okay? So, like, it's to be expected. But walking out on the other side is also to be expected just as much, okay? So it's like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right, okay? Um, and so, yes, take the test. Put the pencils down when the time is done. Go outside and go continue to live your life. You know what I'm saying? It's over. Okay? 
some people they 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 get stuck and they think about it and they you know they worry about it i was you know that was uh that happened to me a time or two so the heart space in the upside down we have the tower and the empress energy here okay so it's a destructive kind of energy and i think we talked about that before yeah self-destructive behavior okay with a saboteur so very much saboteur energy okay the tower represents more so like divine intervention kind of thing where it's like when it's over it's over there's nothing that you can do about it but it's like a person puts themselves in harm's way so like they stay in a burning building instead of just 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 like it kind of feels like they, they kind of like accept right defeat instead of trying to survive or set it or trying to escape trying to find a way out right so it's a kind of giving up kind of energy where like you know that i'm sensing but i don't i don't want to get into that it it just feels like in a lot of ways it's surrendering to um the closure of something but it's at that point where they put themselves in the line of fire where it doesn't have to be where it doesn't have to be so an example would be like if a relationship is over right or if a contract is over or whatever the case may be if it's like i'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna have to let you go like a person will start to you know have a tantrum or act out or you know it's kind of like with the david ruffin kind of thing where they kick him out the group and he makes it worse on himself when he stays there and he's arguing with them they're they're not even they're on the other side of the window they're not even giving him any they're not even communicating with him or anything they just letting him act out and all that stuff like that right and so it builds up that rage and when a person is engulfed in rage they start for some they can do harm onto others or they can do self-destructive behaviors onto themselves and we know how the temptations movie you know how that what what transpired after that all right um so we don't got to talk about this because you know this is we're talking we're on the podcast here but if you watch the temptations you you see you know how that goes and a lot of them when they were kicked out of the group they did destructive uh, uh, self-destructive behaviors and so instead of understanding like okay like all right isn't you know my time is up we've had some great times we've had some bad times but how 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 can i learn from those bad times right how can i learn from all the overall experience right i think they ended up having solo careers after that and then they you know they created their own groups and then they ended up getting back together at free reunions and stuff like that and so it's like we never know what the future holds but sometimes we get so invested in real time right with that devil and that two of cups that we don't want when it's time to separate we don't want to so we thrash about and we and we take it so we take it to heart we take it really hard and it ends up hurting ourselves and hurting the people that love us and the people that's around us and we create that destructive environment for us to 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 further 
uh, participate in self-destructive behaviors. Okay. Perfect example. When I, like I said before, w w during that time of divorce, in a lot of ways, that was me participating in self-destructive behaviors. But I thought that, you know, especially during that time, because I was also to listen to other tarot readers and stuff like that. And they were saying like, oh, like, this is the one, this is your partner. This is like, after a, a, after a tough breakup, you realize, you know, you finally met the one, right? And so it was just like, oh, no, like, this is, this is my person. This is my soulmate. This is my, this is it. You know, I was, a, I fell, I fell for that as well. <laughs> this is why I'm saying it. I believed in that. You know, I believed in Santa <laughs> and I was, I used to say, well, how is he going to get through the windows when it's barred? There's no chimney, you know, in this building. How is he going to get through here? You know? And that's when I had to realize like, oh snap, ah, the Santa's not coming here or <laughs> there's no Santa. <laughs> so eventually I had to grow up. I had to come to that realization, right? Because it was just like, okay, I feel like I'm only like I'm participating in a fantasy right now. Right? I'm 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 willingly escaping from my reality. It's it's it's, it's I'm I'm creating an escapism. <laughs> but um yeah, and we were just two hurt people just trying just trying to just trying to make it work for each other and ourselves or but more so each other and i was doing I, like it was just that time i was just like whoa like wow like this is crazy you know i, th I thought i got past that but like it brought up a, a lot of 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 things about myself that i thought i grew out of but it definitely like kind of resurfaced. And so, yeah, like we got to ask ourselves, like, wh wh what are we participating in? Like, what are, wh like, what potential reality are we potentially creating that we're participating in, right? That could be self-destructive, right? And I feel like with this tower here next to this empress, it feels like that. Um, other examples could be, you know, um, not just about trauma bonding, but we can be bonding, right? Like, what do you call that? I forgot what you call it. Emotional eating. Like, that's something I've done before where I would, I would just eat because I was in a funk. I would just eat. And that, that was something that, you know, I did that really wasn't healthy because it's outside food and it didn't make me happy. It was only a temporary satisfaction. So, like, I was just constantly always trying to chase that high. Some people, like, go towards social media, and that becomes the thing that they're attached to. Okay. Let's see. Heart space in the upright. Eight of swords, seven of swords. So it's this energy of, of understanding that there's a part of ourselves that wants to acknowledge that we have entrapped ourselves, right, in a perpetual or habitual, right, a habit, a cycle right? Uh, recycling, recycling, recycling of a mindset that brings about a particular behavior with the seven of swords, a particular behavior that comes up, like it, it's, it's about like, it, it, it's a kind of behavior that 
stems from the root chakra of survival and self-preservation. Okay. Um, and so for me, in that example that I'm going to constantly keep bringing up, me gravitating towards that person, what I started to wrap my brain around in order for me to accept, right, this could be the thing where not, it wasn't just the tarot that I, you know, the love tarot that I was like getting wrapped up in and caught up in, but it was also too how I reasoned with myself, right? Like the excuses and the narrative I started to tell myself so that it can make sense so that I can participate. So it was like this person, um, could be the next fit, right? The next person, my next partner, they want to be with me. Um, I don't have to deal with the drama. They accept me for who I am. I know this person. We've known each other since we were kids. And so like, it was, it was, just, it was like, as if I was trying to make, you know, I made a list and it was like, okay, I'm just, but it was only <laughs> a kind of list. It was like, it was like one of those, like, like Santa Claus movies where it's like everything checks off. Everything is perfect. Right. We're just like, hang on a second. Right. It's like, if you, if you disbelieve then everything gets destroyed, everything goes away. So it's like, you have to have a, like, you have to believe in everything, right. All the good so that it can continue to like exist and flourish. Right. And so it kind of feels like it felt, you know, that's what I was doing in that time. Right. Even when I was like, you know, emotionally eating, like it was like how how I got myself mentally into that space and accepting that kind of behavior, right? So that I could participate in it. And so it's like, what do we tell? Like, what do we tell ourselves so that we can engage in these kinds of things? In this, in the being in the heart space and the upright, it's the aspect of ourselves or the part of ourselves that wants to recognize and acknowledge that we are we are enabling this kind of behavior. Right. A particular mindset that we're creating is enabling this behavior. So, you know, I talked about my friend in the beginning. How am I enabling this kind of behavior is because whenever she goes to me and she comes back around, all she has to say is an apology. And then, you know, we're back in good graces. And then I I open myself back up to her all over again as if it never happened. And then that, you know that causes me to fall prey to this behavior again. And then it's like, I'm hurt, you know, like it's like a brand new scar, right? It's like, Oh my God, like this stung. We're just like, so you've never been stung before. You don't know how that feels, right? Like, it's like that, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, we, we want to acknowledge, right? What we are enabling. Okay. So that we can say, okay, I see, I see how I'm participating in this and how I can stop this. In the future, we have judgment here, five of pentacles, king of swords, seven of pentacles, queen of wands. Okay. Because I didn't want to leave it on the seven of pentacles, which will be waiting for. But anyways, um, so with the judgment Sagittarius energy, it's this energy here of granting. And this is so crazy because we were talking about like access and all that stuff like that. But it's the kind of access, not to any external um, sources or anything, 
But next to this five of pentacles, it's this energy of protecting, right? Um, and accepting with this five of pentacles, the, the destruction of a, a kind of behavior, a kind of metropolis, inhumane kind of behavior, okay? Have you ever seen the movie Metropolis? I think I did a decode of it where there was, like, these workers who were just being, like, ethic ethnically abused um, and, you know, like, just the labor, the, the work conditions and all. It was just, just, it was just tragic. And they revolted and rebelled against it, completely destroyed it, and they, you know... It just got destroyed. I think it flooded or something like that. It's been a long time since I watched it, even though I watched it like a lot of times. But the point that I'm trying to make here is, it's this energy of saying, I'm no longer participating in this. I'm no longer being in able body to this, this, this system of oppression, of unethical abuse, of mistreatment, of neglect, of any kind of, of, of participation that doesn't necessarily really um, protect or serve or benefit or compensate, right, for, um, for a person's participation, okay? So it's like I'm, I'm no longer going to subject myself to this level of scrutiny, to this level of, of bullying, to this level of mistreatment, neglect, whatever, right? I don't want to, you know, because I will start to repeat myself. So let me just move on. And so it's this energy of saying like, adios, muchachos, adios. Um, you know, see you on the flip side. And, and really just be, you know, really just, um, really just allowing yourself access to that. Okay. We have the king of swords here. And y'all know my king of swords, that's my Aquarius energy. And Aquarius energy is very much on that space of going against the crowd, going against the grain, going against the, the herd, okay? And um, really seeking individuality, okay? Lone wolf type energy, okay? Um, and so uh, what comes about is definitely this energy of learning a lesson and being courted, like how you, how you, what you call that? Being knighted, right? That, that, that um, crown and that shield or whatever the case may be, right? It's like you passed the test. You got an A plus, 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 right? So you're going to be bumped up to whatever, right? To like king of swords status, right? Like here's your, here's, here's your, here's your sticker, <laughs> right? And so it's, it's, it's really about that. Do we have the seven of pentacles here? So for me, the seven of pentacles is, um, very much along the lines here of like, it feels like lollygagging in, in a sense, for some reason, I feel like, um, not lollygagging, like, how can I say this? It, it really feels like 
and I don't know, depending on how the person is, it kind of feels like being able to kind of like enjoy, right? Enjoy amenities um, from higher perspectives or higher advantages. Um, and it, it's more so that's the kind of lollygag that I'm talking about where it's like I'm no longer participating in the drama and so I'm going to be out here, but I'm definitely, you know, list, like reading these statuses and, and you know, having like a, a an insider kind of like dialogue, right, where it's like I'm just kind of laughing to myself where it's just like I'm glad that I like I'm glad that I, I dodged that bullet. But some people might be a little bit petty and, you know, um, <laughs> you know, like a status or or say something here or there or whatever. Um, but like I said, depending on how a person is, right? And then we have the queen of wands here, Sagittarius energy. Um, there is a kind of attitude that kind of takes place here. Um, like I said, depending on how a person is, uh, they could definitely be the type of person. Have you ever had a friend when you were younger and they were just like, I'm never talking to them again type thing. And then they're like, oh, like, please, like, are you like, can you still be my friend? And they're like, nope. 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 Like it kind of like it feels like that where a person has developed a, a particular kind of attitude and they're just like no longer um, they're no longer wanting to renege or backtrack. Right. Because if it really feels like there's a rep to protect when it comes down to the personality that has been set in a per with a person. All right. So I ended up having to take my break. Um <laughs> immediately uh yeah when you gotta go you gotta go um so let's get to the advice portion i'm sorry i didn't let you guys know but i had to go all right so what do we have here so we have here angels and masters so let's open up this book let's see what this is all about so angels and masters this is the solar plexus chakra Okay, um, is it? Angels and Masters. Oh, this is the Soul Star. Okay. Okay, cool. Alright, so let's see. Let's see what this is about. What page is this? 90, 98? Okay. Alright. Okay, so Angels and Masters, Soul Star Chakra. You have called this powerful card into your awareness today to remind you that the angels and ascendant masters are with you at this time. We all have loving beings from the spirit worlds guiding and offering wisdom and healing as we take our life journey. At different times, angels come in to assist and offer specific messages and guidance. You may have be you may have you may have being experiencing i think they meant been you may have been experiencing difficulties and challenges of late and the angels want you to know that you are not alone and that they are doing everything in their power to assist you from the spirit world you're also being guided at this time by the ascendant masters the ascendant masters are souls that resonate on a higher vibrational plane of existence and hold within them the divine power love and wisdom of the universe they have individual jobs to fulfill in the universe and have unique energies and gifts to share and offer. 
For example, Mother Mary holds and resonates the energy of divine love and compassion. You may like to find out more information on the masters and tune into your spirits to see who is guiding you at this time. You also have the archangels around you. The archangels are powerful light beings that are here to guide you and assist you in your life right now. You are encouraged to take a little time out from your everyday world and go within to connect to these beautiful loving guides that have an abundance of love and wisdom to share with you. Know that they have your back and you have nothing to worry about. You are blessed and protected always. Your prayers have been answered and you are not alone. Take a moment to hand over any stress or concerns to the angels and masters of transmutation and fill your heart and mind with the love and healing that is offered in return. So here's an affirmation. It says, angels and masters guide my way with love, truth, and integrity. So I know that people are into, like, different things. And so just take it however, like, you know, take it how it fits for you. So some people may believe in spirit, archangels, right? Some people may believe in ancestors, um, spirit guides, spirit animals, Mother Nature, Universe, the Divine, Higher Self, God, Allah, Buddha, whatever, whatever it is that you're, you're, that you follow, is just you know put take do that, okay, um. So don't get you know, don't get discouraged if what you follow isn't isn't you know wasn't said here, okay. Or don't get too, like, caught up in, like, oh, so I have to, like, if, if this is not something that you were into or you're not interested in, you don't have to, just because I say it, you know, angels and masters and stuff like that, that you have to sit here and then implement that into your life if that's not, not something that you're interested in, okay? So, yeah. Let's see here. We have black tourmaline, so grounding, protection, and detox. An energetic bodyguard, black tourmaline acts as a psychic shield protecting you from destruction negativity and psychic attacks it is excellent at establishing boundaries and deflecting unwanted mental energies it is also used for grounding stabilizing your foundation on earth and making sure both feet are on the ground with a natural electric spark black tourmaline absorbs fear and transmute these emotions into positive energy use this stone to balance your root chakra and detox any anxiety so capricorn and sun okay that's kind of like um tied into what we were talking about with this reading okay um let's see here for the self-care card to close it out we have sing all right let's get like a good a good view okay so we have alone time and we also have here health checkup we also have here a burning bowl ritual to let uh it was like a nice ritual to let that or help let things Go. Oh, man. And then we also have here clear your energy fields. Okay. And then lastly, flow like water. All right. So that is all that I have for you all tonight. I hope I was able to help you all in any way, shape, or form. Good luck to you all on your amazing journeys. Until next time, peace.